Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Early to bed. to win. I won. I won the money. It's the early line with Joe Raineri and Dane Martinez. Line up, ladies! All right, here we go. Alan Umbar, two on the early line as we get ready. 47 college hoops games here. Four NBA games, two of massive interest for uh, for some people here. Going to dominate the uh, the television screens across the country this year for NBA fans. You got 10 NHL games. Uh, and don't forget, coming up, we do have uh, the start of the Arnold Palmer Invitational, Bay Hill, the PGA Tour with every big name known to mankind. Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, and set you up for that. We got a NASCAR race. We got MMA. We got a UFC bout uh, with a middleweight uh, that everyone seems to think is the greatest thing in the world. Can't wait to talk to our buddies uh, over there at the keg, uh, Jay and company, will have us all set up there tomorrow for that fight. It's going to be a huge, huge weekend. You got two conferences starting today, conference tournaments mid-major-wise. Missouri Valley is one of them. I look at. I'm just going to say this right now, okay? Look at Northern Iowa. Do not just pay attention to Northern Iowa. They're 20, 20, 25 and five on the season. We've talked Cinderella, right? We, we've talked right. about it. Everyone's talked about Dayton and San Diego State. Nobody has talked about Northern Iowa, guys. And this is a team that in the first round is going to upset. I don't care who it is. They, get it. they are going to upset somebody. They are that good. They have been that good. And nobody talks about them. So there's a couple of weren't situations. They like five that- years ago, weren't they the team that won as like yes. a 15 yes. seed or something? Yes, right? yes. I yep. remember. Are they the Jackrabbits by any chance? I think I remember Same. them and, uh, going up. They had one guy years ago. Exactly. Those kids are now off like 40 shooting threes like crazy. Yeah, exactly. You remember them. They are, to me, that's when you were looking for that bracket buster, right? When, once that comes in 10 days. Northern Iowa, just circle it. Time, so, you can thank me like later, all right? Got to get yes. the one right. Got to get the one crazy play right. One. You get one right in the first round, and you are good to go. Uh, Got to get the right one. We've got also uh, keep an eye on names, and that's why I love these mid-majors, because if ever, Ding, ever a Cinderella, wouldn't it be this year? Absolutely. Yes. My bracket is going to look as though yes to answer that question. Exactly. All right, we'll dive into these games here first. We got to get Dan Stravin to give us all the headlines from overnight in the world of sports here on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Steph Curry is back. The Golden State Warriors guard will return Thursday night against the Toronto Raptors after missing more than four months while recovering from a broken left hand. The two-time MVP did tweet out his excitement about rejoining Golden State after missing the team's previous 58 games. Top performers from the National Basketball Association on Wednesday night, Kristaps Porzingis continues his strong play at the 5, 34 points, 12 rebounds, 3 assists. He shot 14 of 28 from the field in a 127-123 win over Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans. Colin Sexton in a losing effort, 41 points, 6 assists, 3 rebounds as Boston beat Cleveland 
112 to 106. Hassan Whiteside continues his strong season: 24 points, 16 rebounds, four blocks, and two assists as the Portland Trailblazers beat up on the Washington Wizards, 125 to 104. In baseball, Ken Rosenthal of the Athletic reporting that Chris Sale will not be expected to have Tommy John surgery at this point. No word yet as to a long-term prognosis or what. He will have as treatment moving forward. X-rays on Justin Turner's hand came back negative on Wednesday. Turner left Wednesday's game against the Giants two innings after he was hit in the back of the knuckle by a Johnny Cueto pitch. Yankees manager Aaron Boone told reporters that Aaron Judge was going for more tests on Wednesday. He would not name what those tests were or what the expected timetable for Judge's return was. He's dealing with shoulder and pectoral issues. An MRI showed that Tyler Beatty has both a flexor strain and UCL sprain in his right elbow. And federal authorities in Florida on Wednesday charged a 23-year-old sports better known as Parlay Pats with transmitting threats of violence directed at professional and collegiate athletes, their friends and families. That's Benjamin Tucker Pats of New York using multiple anonymous accounts on social media in 2019 to make threats against athletes, including members of the Patriots, several Major League Baseball teams, and multiple college basketball and football players. I'm Dan Strapper, and this has been your Sports Grid News Update. All right, Dan, thank you very much. It's uh, it's a packed uh, week here. And this time of year, it's always so much fun. It's also uh, this time of year is the uh, is the time that people get into trouble because they, you know, they've built up maybe a little bit of a bankroll, getting it going. And then now you've got all of these options between tournament time and college hoops, March Madness, NBA, XFL heading into week five already. Kind of hard to, to believe there. Uh, golf right now with the Arnold Palmer Invitational, NASCAR, UFC, you name it. Oh, yeah, baseball just around the corner here, guys. Spring training games, uh, it won't be long before we're breaking down starting pitchers. So uh, we've said it. We'll say it again. We'll keep reminding those of you just joining us. Patience, discipline. Rome wasn't built in a day. It is a uh, it is a marathon, not a sprint. I can give a million in one of those cliches, Dane. It That's all centers right. back to the same thing. Okay, there's no reason to bet every game and every sport across the board. You're always looking, and remember this: we're always looking for an edge. And if that's only in one game, and it may, with 300 games to choose from, two games may have a significant enough edge that you want to go ahead and bet. Keep that in mind. No need to go crazy and be out of money before baseball starts. Absolutely, Joe. I always say it all the time. It's like when you go to that Brazilian steakhouse with the coaster, right? And you see all the meat walking around, you know, and you're like, oh, my God, I want that. And I want that. And I want that. You got to manage your bankroll. That's why we say you don't have to bet them all. Listen, I'm going to be like on one game a day almost, you know, and just trying to push the mountain up the hill. I know there's a lot of stimulus out there right now. But this is where you got to stay disciplined. It's uh, the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Um, this is one of those lead-ins now, of course. Think about this, too, Dan. It's hard for me to believe. We're a month away from, from the Masters. The Masters. I mean, the Masters yeah. is coming, man. And Tiger is, uh, is, getting, uh, is getting ready. Uh, and this tournament here is one of those really that the first ones where guys, all the top players in the world are coming here. And this one, they go at it because this is really what helps them get ready for Augusta. And they use it as such. They use it as a way to be able to test themselves as to where they are. Right. So when you look at guys like, you know, Rory McIlroy, obviously, is going to be the favorite. Uh, he's also the uh, he was a 2018 champion, I believe. Right. It's not a big number. Was he four to five to one somewhere along those lines? 
Uh, but you've got well, guys playing. Asking you, though, because Where like, is he I at? Rory, Rory's plus 470, right? All right, the so he's fine. Okay. Choice. But the right. second choice is DeChambeau all yes. the way at 16 to 1. I very yes. rarely, Joe, when I see a tournament, see a gap that big from the favorite yes. to the rest of the field. You usually yes. see three or four guys around 8, 9, 10 to 1, whatever. You got Rory yes. under 5 to 1, and then a huge yes. gap. DeChambeau, 16 to 1. Scott, 18 to 1. Fleetwood, 18 yep. to 1. Matsuyama and Shoffley at 20 to 1. Can you explain, like, what's the big gap? Is Rory, like, in great form and good yes. on this course? Like, what's the, yes. what's the deal with yes. Rory? The big All gap. of that. All okay. of that, man. That is exactly it. This course is all about, this is a bomber's course. So guys like, uh, you know, one of my plays this week is Bubba Watson, top 10, top 20. Bubba's in great form. And this is the kind of golf course that dudes who can hit it like Rory and Bubba, they're going to be able to do some uh, damage. But Rory's at the top, right? He's as good as he's been. He's won a tournament uh, over the last couple of weeks over in Europe. He's playing very well. He skipped the Honda. Yeah, he is in uh, he is in really good form, and because he's had such success at this course, uh, has a house on it. Uh, this Got is it. one of those like Tiger was Got for it. all those years when he lived in there before he took a four iron to the Escalade. Um, he's got the, there are there's an opportunity here for and if you don't bet him, and this is the other problem with Rory, if he goes out there and he's nine under after the uh, you know the first day, he's going to wreck a lot of people's cards. So you can't ignore him. This chalky, but like you said, the difference between him and DeChambeau is that's light years away. So it's kind of hard to between there. Yeah, I mean, the volatility, I get it. But when a guy is that big a favorite, he's that big a favorite for a reason. You got to include him in some of what you're doing. Okay, fair. Yeah, I'll include him. I just yes. don't know if the value is going to make a lot of money off him. Five to one. Where a yes. guy like DeChambeau, who I've seen recently, you know, yes. he can hit it long as well, Joe. And yep. he's a quirky dude. I know yep. that with all the angles and the math of it all. Yep. But if it's rounding into form for DeChambeau, he could That's be correct. a sneaky guy. You know, I've been on younger guys like Shoffley and Rom mm -hmm. recently. You know, I like those guys. But maybe I need to put DeChambeau on the card yep. as well. I would be careful, and this is interesting too, Daniel. Sung J.M., who just won the Honda Classic, is finally his yeah. first. Kid's only 20. Like, it's his first tournament win, right? So he gets the job done. He was a guy who finished third here last year. He was actually a guy that I was looking at backing for this tournament until he won the Honda. And there's a lot of pictures and a lot of celebrating going on between that first victory and uh, not a lot of time between Sunday and when he had to report to Orlando in order to be able to play this tournament. So I may look to fade Sungjae Im this week in a lot of matchups because that hangover of winning, it, yeah. it doesn't go away right away. Fair enough. Just so you know, he is at 27 to 1, Sungjae Im, for yep. this tournament at the same level as guys like Patrick Reed, Jason yes. Day, and your boy yes. Brooks Kepka. Brooks is not, and I'll tell you this guy's right now, and I love him, but uh, here in, in the Honda when he was down here, he, um, he he's not there yet. Don't forget, he had off-season surgery. Back, um, right? Yeah, so he's he's kind of working back. Uh, his goal isn't, we know this, Bay Hill. It's it's, a gut, it's the main. That's right. right. So he is, I would be, he would be a guy normally we would look at and be like, he's got to be there. Not this week, guys. No need to look at him. Patrick Reed, straight up tournament.
an image face. Maybe you want to face that. Yep, now you're talking. All right, top 25 college hoops. We'll start breaking it down. Starts at 12 today. We'll do that next year on the grid. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Uh, the return of Steph Curry tonight, NBA at home, uh, new arena, which he has not played in yet. Uh, we'll be taking on Joe, the team that he last played you, and kicked his you, ass. <laughs> Go ahead. When Bavona played in a little Gloria, Stefan, a little salsa, you had to see when the DJ dropped the salsa set at my wedding. Okay? Ooh. Half of the people, my family, bang, up there making it happen, you know? Let's just say some of Alden's family was a little bit intimidated by what they saw going on on the dance floor. Family now. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. But they were like, whoa. You know, and then I randomly like grab one of her aunts and start spinning her and not. It was it was a sight to behold on the beach. Once the salsa set dropped, I'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to see. When do the pictures uh, get around? When are we going to have some we actual got footage? Some, we it? got some. We got a pro who's making them happen, but we got an album. Yeah. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll throw we some got around. got some videos? Yes. We- weather yes, was uh, all right, by the way? What's that? The weather was okay. It held out for oh, you? Perfect. Actually, beautiful, bro. Like, it was cloudy and windy the whole day of the wedding. And we were worried, Damn. but then bang, literally like 10 minutes before the sun pops out and it would have been deathly hot. Otherwise, people squinting in pictures and whatnot. It was perfect. I'll send some along to the crew. I can't wait. And uh, Dane's also got some cricket plays for us later, he said. He became a, uh, yes. he was breaking Ready down cricket games, cricket. I understand there. His second division <laughs> soccer. We're all up in there. I was hanging lines about kids playing on the beach. <laughs> That's exactly it. on the beach. I'm like over under 13 and a half. It stays up. Let's go. Dane had his own window on the beach in Jamaica. I love it, man. That's it. Walking to the window. Uh, Very funny stuff. Uh, Steph Curry, by the way, tonight will be in a place that he has not played in yet tonight, though, against those Toronto Raptors. Uh, It's going to be an interesting game, as is. Let's face it, guys. When you have Houston now. You got Houston, a team that, can we all be realistic, small ball, we weren't sure. Not having a dude over, you know, six foot nine on a team, is that going to work out for them? Thus far, it's worked out uh, pretty good, but they're going to have the ultimate test here tonight uh, versus the Clippers in a matchup that I'm looking forward to here, Dane, from the standpoint of, let's be realistic here. The Clippers are finally healthy, fully healthy. They yeah. finally have got everybody back ready to go, and they seem to be the, – the moves that they made at the deadline now, they worked in Morris and company, working into the rotations. They are, they are a load right now, and whether it's home or it's away, they've done absolutely nothing but impress since the All-Star break. And these two teams have actually faced off 
three times so far this year. And, oh, yeah, the Rockets have won twice. Mm. So this is going to be the third matchup. This is a different time. And we watched Kawhi Leonard last year do this with Toronto, where they were good, they were good. And then all of a sudden, right around this time, you know, they start to kick it into another gear. And there's a lot of veterans on that team, man. Uh, Lou Williams and company, there's a lot of people. Now, Houston, because it's in Houston and they've won a couple games, now they're going to have the edge here, point, point and a half. Yeah, 237 is the total, 237 and a half, somewhere in, uh, in that range. This is such an intriguing matchup because of the current form of these two teams. Both have had a lot of success since the All-Star break. And you're talking a totally different philosophy right now for the Houston Rockets. Cannot wait to watch this game. But I got to tell you, I it would be very difficult for me not to take, I don't care if it's one point, not to back the Clippers uh, at this point in this particular matchup, especially knowing they've lost twice against them already this year. Yeah, this is one of those measuring stick games, I think, for both teams. I think both teams want to see how they stack up against the other because they know they could see each other down the road. I will say this, Joe, over at FanDuel, the total has dropped from what you said. It's now 236 on the number. So that's a point, point and a half difference um, kind of overnight moving. You know, that's why you got to go shopping. Um, The Houston Rockets, we we talked about it when they made that trade for Capella and others. They are shoving all in on small ball. And it sort of worked out for them, Joe. What's interesting for me is one of the things we know about the Clippers are that they have guys that are two-way defenders, right? From Beverly Mm -hmm. to George to Kawhi, of course. And I want to see how that style of defense works against this team. They're going to be able to switch everything, which is key, like we say. And if they can get out there and D the three, it's very important. When we wake up tomorrow morning, Joe, the first question I'm going to ask you is, what did the Rockets shoot from behind the three-point line? If it is 40% or more, I'm going to tell you that the Rockets win this game. If it's under, I'm going to tell you the Clippers win this game. But I'm excited to see how their style stacks up against what I personally believe is the best team in the NBA at full mm-hmm. strength in the Los Angeles Clippers. The uh, the other game that currently has a line, a lot of questions uh, around uh, Charlotte and Denver, as well as Golden State, obviously Toronto, as Serge Ibaka and, and Fred Van Fleet have been injured for Toronto. So we don't know what the lineups are. There are no lines out. Uh, but the Sacramento Kings against the Philadelphia 76ers, they have a line. And I can tell you this, it ain't back in the Philadelphia 76ers on the road. It opened up at three and a half. I'm seeing five in a lot Four and of places. A half on yep. Yeah, it's it's getting pushed, guys. So the Kings, we told you, absolutely on fire uh, over the last month or so here, guys, going, uh, you know, 15 and uh, 16 and four, in fact. In their last 20, they are just a couple of games away. It's amazing what they have been able to do. They were a laughable. Think about this. They were just, they were, we were laughing at them going, ah, this is a terrible, uh, you know, this was terrible. Raw Luke Walton can't coach. And then they got a bunch of head case. Well, you know, quietly they've gone there. They play great defense. They're very efficient. Buddy Hill, Fox, these guys, these guys are dropping from all over the place. And then let's not forget the Philadelphia 76ers are a laughable nine and 23 on the road this year, guys. They're 28 and two at home. They're nine and 23 on the road. No Simmons, no Embiid, uh, no drama, but also, you know, not enough talent. I think in this spot, the uh, I do think the over has got some value in this one, but the Kings 
I mean, think about this. The market is actually letting the Kings lay five against the Sixers, but the Sixers without Simmons and Embiid, we, we know what kind of team this is. It's not very good, especially on the road, Dane. Yeah, Joe, I mean, listen, Philly is a team that's 9-23 and 23 away from Philadelphia, and this is without, I mean, th that's with Simmons and Embiid, yeah. right? So when you are, in essence, going to be led by Al Horford, Tobias Harris, and a bunch of other dudes um, going into a team that is hot at towards the back end of a road trip, they were in L.A. for the Lakers earlier this week. They stay out on the road to see Sacramento. It's no surprise to me that it's five points. I wouldn't be surprised to see it get even higher um, because they don't have their stars, and we know what Philly is like away from home. Yes, absolutely. A three-game winning streak there right now for Sacramento. Philadelphia, 520 and one against the number in the last 26 as well, Dane, on the road. Uh, they're just one in five against the number in the last six on the road. Also, it, it, the numbers just keep piling up. You're like, oh, God, this is awful. Meanwhile, yeah. six and one out of the last seven covering the number for the Sacramento uh, Kings um, at home. So they do have uh, they do like to play at home. They've had more success there. They're rolling right now. And I do think Philadelphia without Embiid and Simmons, what they've gone to is a much more up tempo style sure. of basketball. They don't you know, without Embiid there in the middle, there's you might as well just fly and try to score as many points as you can. They dropped all those points against the Clippers over the weekend, but the Clippers, you know, you, when you score 130 and you still lose by 10, it's like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Sure. I think we might be into that kind of track meet here tonight with De'Aaron Fox and Philadelphia going up tempo. The number is what, 219, 220, somewhere in that It went ball? up a full two points. It went, it went up, up a two points. Two points yeah. on FanDuel. And so I people agree with that. Like you, Joe. Yep. I agree with that. I, I think this is going to be a bit of a track meet here, and I do think that uh, uh, they can do enough Philadelphia. They can score enough to be able to chip into this. So uh, I, I'm looking at the over. I think that's uh, that's probably the best way to look at this. In, and we don't have, again, the no number for Toronto and Denver yet. Uh, those two teams, those two games, Charlotte, Golden On State. On FanDuel there is, Joe. On FanDuel there what is. Do you, what do you On got? FanDuel what are you showing? So Denver at Charlotte tonight, uh, Denver goes in there as eight-point favorites, um, at least on FanDuel. Charlotte at home is getting eight. Right. And then you mentioned, what was the other one, the Toronto Golden State game? Yes. Um, the Warriors at home are receiving seven and a half. So the Raptors are going into wow. Golden State laying seven and a half points, um, not in the building, but in the right. city where they won the championship. Interesting. Uh, Devontae Graham actually still uh, listed as questionable for the Charlotte Hornets. He's been a big part of what they've been able to do recently since the All-Star break. So keep an eye on that. Millsap is active uh, for Denver. Denver's really got no more excuses. They're coming off of an absolute embarrassing beatdown here. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see how they come back here. I mean, they got absolutely uh, embarrassed here. Um, their last game at home in Denver. And we've always said it, Denver, the unique thing about Denver is they have an opportunity to play um, at home in some altitude. It's a bit of an advantage. And they lost 116 to 100 to the Golden State Warriors with nobody playing. So that's what they're coming off of. It'll be interesting to see what they do in this game. Uh, I'm looking forward to, you're talking about a team who's 41 and 20 versus a team that's what, 21 and 40. Uh, Charlotte is uh, very slow, very methodical. Right. 
Uh, let's see. I think they're looking to bounce back here after losing. You can't lose to Golden State and then Charlotte, and people are going to take you seriously, Dane. Like, you can't do it. So that, I don't even think that true. number is high enough. It should be double digits. All right. Well, I mean, you know, but again, Denver is a far better team at home than when they yes. go out east. You know what I mean? right. So yep. I think eight is too big. I think you're right. The class will show up. But, yep. you know, I, maybe some people are looking at the uh, home road splits for the Nuggets. Yeah. Ooh. Denver is such a confounding team for me. It really is. I just, I don't know where to go with them. All right, top 25 college hoops. We'll start breaking those names down for you. We'll do it coming up next year on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. All right, top 25 action tonight, college hoops, as uh, we wind down the regular season just 10 days away from Selection Sunday. You got a bunch of 10, in fact, mid-major tournaments that uh, have uh, already kicked or will be kicking uh, kicking off here in the next 48 hours, including uh, two today. The Missouri Valley getting ready to do their thing here today and a bunch of games associated with that. Uh, but I'm looking uh, to some of these matchups on the board here, and we'll start with San Diego State uh, versus Air Force. This is uh, part of the uh, Mountain West tournament that uh, that has officially begun. Air Force took down um, Fresno State yesterday to advance, and their their present is to play, uh, of course, the San Diego State, uh, the Aztecs here in a situation where uh, that is not fun for them in any way, stretch, or form. But you know, you've been terrible all year there, Air Force. Right. What else can we? Uh, what else can we say? Uh, but again, San Diego State, you you don't get caught napping here a little bit. They, you know, they won. You got the. You know where you guys stand. I don't think this is going to be a challenge for them at all. The the good thing about San Diego State is they're upperclassmen. Uh, you know, they're guys, they're not as young. So the, the moment's not going to be too big. They, um, I think they're looking to cruise through this tournament as, uh, as best as possible here. The only real challenge, and I do think they would prefer, they want another shot at UNLV. I'm fairly certain about that. They, uh, these guys want another shot to take down the team that uh, beat them, the only loss that they had all year. Uh, but again, don't, they're still in the picture for a number one seed, right? So, which is still important because you don't know what everybody else is going to do. Uh, a loss here prior to the end of the tournament, and then you're looking at a two or a three. It's a little bit of a different ball game. So, uh, I do think they are ready to go. They are locked. They are loaded. Uh, I don't see how this is going to. Does FanDuel have that number up, or did they not put it up yet? No, I don't see a line for the app. Yeah, yet, I don't Joe. have it up there yet either. Uh, yeah. The one like, thing yeah, I will no. say, Joe, you said, you know, um, they don't. we don't know what's going to happen in front of them. We know one thing that will happen. Either Baylor or Kansas will lose again, Joe. Yes. You know what I mean? 
And so they're standing there at five in the country right now. They go the route and go undefeated the rest of the way, win the Mountain West. You know, Baylor or Kansas will trip up. So that could be their opportunity to get into the top four and onto the one line. Yeah, you're absolutely correct here. As I'm looking to see if there was a uh, look ahead early line here. Um, no, no, not on the board yet. But Boise State, UNLV is, and that game is, uh, this, yeah. this game is at about five o'clock here today. Now, this is a game I'm looking forward to because, you know, we told you what's at stake here. Boise State, UNLV, whoever wins this game is going to be able to take on San Diego State and be in a, be in a position to play spoiler and also yeah. help their chances of being able to, uh, you know, not only get in the tournament, but of course, make a little bit of noise. Boise State, three and three down a stretch, kind of limped into this tournament. Uh, UNLV, they got themselves hot at the end. Once they beat, they got healthier. Then they beat, uh, you know, of course, San Diego State, and the whole world was going nuts. And then they continued to win some games here. It'll be interesting. Um, in fact, the last team they they beat was Boise State, UNLV, uh, just about. about a little over a week ago. So uh, I don't, I think UNLV is clearly the play here. You had mentioned it. This isn't. It doesn't get any more home court than, oh, yep. I don't know, the damn home court. You know what I mean, Dane? So uh, I do like it's a small number, two and a half, three. I think UNLV will get the job done here. They've, they've been in better form. I like their opportunity to be able to get it closed out here. Yeah, they're actually my play of the day today, Joe, for a lot of the reasons you mentioned. They're Over on FanDuel, they're only laying two. You said they got hot at the right time. Meanwhile, Boise State is only 500 over their last six. But honestly, Joe, the biggest lean uh, for me in this game is because it is, in fact, in the Thomas and Max Center. Okay, yes. you do not get... You do not get home games in your conference tournament often. And like you said, this team wants another shot at San Diego State. They can truly improve. They're at home. They're in good form. Two points is not enough for me. My pick of the day is the running Rebels, basically at home in their conference tournament in the Mountain, in the Mountain West uh, quarterfinal. Yeah, it's it's funny. You're going to play an entire conference tournament in your own stadium That's there, right. in your own uh, court. So uh, there is a little bit of that. I do think, too, the familiarity between these two teams, Dane, I, I do think it's going to be a tight game. Uh, I do think that these two teams will – somebody is going to get hot here, um, and somebody is going to be able – Boise State's been a good team all year. It's just over the last couple of weeks, they've kind of – they've been about as mediocre as possible. So – Third time's a charm. We'll see exactly who it is that's going to be able to get the job done. But small enough number, I got to side with the home team yeah. uh, in this one. The other game tonight, I think a lot of people are going to be looking at Ohio State there at home. Taking on Illinois. 20 and 9, both of these teams are. And Illinois has been rolling just as much as Ohio State has uh, going into this. Now, a win by Illinois puts these two teams... Uh, in a four-way tie atop the Big Ten standings. So you want to talk about getting convoluted. It's going to be an absolute mess at the top if Illinois wins. They've won four straight. And, of course, they got uh, Dasamu back from injury and everything changed for them. And I, what can you say about Ohio State? Teams, we all, a lot of people stuck a fork in Ohio State, Dane, right around Christmas, just after yep. Christmas, saying, oh, not, you know, Carton yeah. went down and, uh, you know, had to take a leave of absence. They weren't playing well. Yeah, no, that's kind of all changed. Uh, to me, 
this is a team, Ohio State, that is one of the only teams that is ranked top 20 in both defensive and offensive mm -hmm. efficiency. They are one of the most well-balanced teams in the country. And they can also out-rebound you. They can, they, they've got it all. We all thought this was going to be a, a top five team when it was all said right. and done here this year. They, are, they have been playing in it. I don't know. They've got this meeting with a team called, oh, yeah, Michigan on Saturday. They got this, uh, you know, uh, this, that's this revenge. Uh, that's, uh, but I got to think Ohio State gets this job done. I love what they have done. But they can't afford to be the whole look ahead. I can't wait to kick Michigan's ass because you got to get past Illinois first. Yeah, I don't think they will. You know, I was going to make some of the same points on Ohio State. I like them getting hot at the right time. Our guy Maxwell Smart from the Keg Crew, if you remember, Joe, yep. a little while ago said, hey, listen, don't count out Ohio State. They have been hot. The other thing we've been saying all season long, Joe, is especially in the Big Ten, it is so hard for a team to go on the road and win. Yep. And that's what Illinois has in front of them tonight. And, you know, I'm starting to look at teams that have a good profile as we move into tournament play. And Joe, not only are the Buckeyes top 10 offensively mm -hmm. and defensively, but they are one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country, Joe. All right, at around 39% as a team. And their top four scorers, Joe, Wesson, Washington, Carton, they all are over 40% from three-point land. And I think that kind of outside shooting is going to play in a tournament setting. Watch out for the yep. Buckeyes. I like them at home tonight, not looking ahead because they got to keep their eyes focused on Illinois. I think they do so and get a W at home tonight. I, I love it because also Ohio State's got two juniors, two seniors in their starting rotations, guys. So there you go. this is this is a very well-established upperclassman team. And we've talked yep. about that, Dane, all year. That that matters come this time of year. That is certainly they're not going to allow having that kind of experience on the court. They're not going to allow a look-ahead situation. They know Illinois is no joke. Plus, they give up a lot of ground to start the year. They're 20-9, and nine, right. and teams stuck a fork in them about a month and a half ago. So they can play. I think that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And Michigan, what can we say? They've got to take care of business, too. Uh, and they can ill afford right now. Number 25 team in the country, Nebraska. The, what do they have it at? 17, 16 and a half, 17 against Nebraska in Michigan? 17, 17 yeah. So the problem with them is, I, and I'm in no rush running to the window, Dane, to lay 17 points right. with a Michigan team that is 13 and 16 against the number. So um, I don't know that I would be able to get, you know, I, I don't trust them enough in this particular spot. They've been so hot and cold, but. Right. Isaiah Livers is the key to Michigan. As Isaiah Livers goes, and he's finally healthy now, I think he's finally fully healthy. As he goes, he is a difference maker for this team. They clearly play a different brand of basketball when he's on the court versus when he is not. So um, I know they're going to win this game. I'm confident Michigan's winning this game. I'm not confident they're going to win this game by 17 points, though. I might actually look. And they're looking, by the way, to seal up a, uh, I believe it's a bid um, to be able to get the, uh, and they're pretty much punched their ticket with this win. They'll get it. I can't lay 17, man. I just, I can't do it. Now, 17 is too much for me as well. You know, when you think about it, like you said, inconsistency is the yeah. word that scares me, right? Are they better than Nebraska? Yeah. 
Most teams are better than Nebraska this year, right. but I don't know that they put the whooping on them by 17 points because mm-hmm. of the inconsistency you talk about. I think UNLV, Ohio State, other places on the card are a better uh, a better look for your money tonight. Yeah, I, it's uh, and like I said, it's a, it's a it's a game they gotta have, but there's gotta be better ways to be able to go at it here. Yeah. Maybe the over is one place that you want to look as well. Uh, another. You mentioned it earlier, Dane. This is going to be a very interesting game here tonight between, well, there's a couple off the card, but I think this Houston team is somebody that uh, cannot be taken lightly at all. They are a team that has, uh, the, 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 the thing I love about Houston is they can, they can score with anybody. And they're kind of in that, you know, they're in that AAC over there. They've played teams like Cincinnati, you know, they've done battle with them and, I like the opportunity. What is the current line on this uh, on this Cincinnati game here tonight? I'm on Houston. Houston, rather. I'm sorry, right, Houston. Right, what right. is yeah, yeah. Houston goes into Stores, Connecticut, to face the Huskies. They are laying two. They are road favorites, laying two. Now, to your point, one thirty-three is the number. Tough to play on the road, dear guys. Tough yeah. to play on the road, and UConn has played very well at home. But man, Houston. It would be very de- – and by the way, 66% of the tickets, 75% of the money is on Houston, but the line's not moving, Dane. That bothers the me. The big money's on the home team. Mm, that bothers me. More college hoops yeah. tonight next here on The Grid. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Talking about the uh, the UConn uh, Houston game tonight, number twenty one Houston on the road in UConn, and and I I kind of get why we, we got a lot of the bets, a, a higher percentage of the money, of course, is on Houston, but the line is kind of frozen there, Dane, at that one and a half two two mark right. here, and based upon the percentages, Houston it should be creeping up to three three and a half somewhere along those lines, and it's not. And I think it has a lot to do with something we talked about in the past with having these unranked home teams play top 25 ranked teams. The little number next to a team's name, you know, playing on the road against teams that don't have a number. It's been one of the most profitable, uh, you know, systems all year long. It's been like that for a while where there is a lot of value backing the home underdog in a spot where they are playing a ranked team and they're getting points, which they are right now. So I, I do think the bigger betters, the pros seem to be falling on that system. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's been very profitable right. to the tune of 67% this year. So I get it. Uh, but I like, you know, Houston is a team to me. I just, I like these guys. I really, really like these guys. And I don't think being home I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference for UConn. I think Houston is deep. I think they're on their way to the uh, the AAC crown. I think they're going to win their tournament. 
Uh, I, this would be a huge loss for them. I just don't see it happening. I do think that their defense is going to dominate and shut down UConn here. I'd also look at the under, uh, because if there's a team that can play defense, it certainly is Houston on the road, and that travels, Dane. Yeah, it does. The number on this game is 133. Last time I checked. The only thing I'm going to say in response to you, though, Joe, the system is a system for a reason. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? For that exact yep. thing. And some of the yep. sharps that are out there, right, they do this completely unemotionally, right? That's the trend they're going to play. They see, the, they see the home team getting points. They see it against the ranked team. You blindly bet it. They take the emotion out of it. I like Houston yes. also, Joe, you know, but that's the reason we say they get tripped up because people like them and then they go into that's these good. kinds of spots. So, you know, yep. when we talk about these trends, sometimes the, 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 the veteran sports investors, they close their eyes, they hit submit, and then they just count up the money at the end. Yep. There's a uh, big Pac-12 game here tonight, of course. That's why I love the degenerate. It, this is a great time of year. East Coast, folks, you've got it beginning at noon here. You've got it coming up where we're going to have that. You're going to have noon to 35, 7 o'clock. We're going to be inundated. And then, of course, 11 o'clock Eastern time, we're going to have the Cal Bears taking on the Oregon Ducks. So we got even at 12, all day long, we are going to have great action on the board to be able to dive into. And this is a bit, listen, Oregon and California got two games left, I believe, uh, before the, uh, before they, safely Oregon entered the not only the Pac-12 tournament, it doesn't make a difference what happens there. They've already kind of punched their ticket to the tournament. Um, But Cali kind of needs, they need, uh, if they could get a win here, California, and then make maybe win a couple of games in the Pac-12 tournament, then yeah, you might might exactly uh, have yourself a team that will, will sneak in under the radar. They have been a team that Mark Fox, new head coach at Cal, New system, uh, players he didn't recruit. Took them a little while. They've shown signs of of life here, Cal, over uh, over this past year. They've they've won some games they probably shouldn't have won. We didn't think they would win uh, during the year. But Oregon at home is granted they don't have a lot to lose here. They don't. Re- there's not a lot of urgency. Cal right. has the urgency, but right. man, it would be tough to go against this uh, this Oregon team at home. Uh, what's the number? Is it? Uh, did they put it up yet? It's big, Joe. It's big. So I agree yeah. with you. But to me, Joe, this profile is very similar to the Michigan-Nebraska game, Joe. Yes, All right, on good. FanDuel, the uh, the Ducks are fifteen and a half point favorites. Okay, and the number is one thirty-one. So I agree with you. Oregon's going to win this game. Okay, yeah. but I don't know that they cover this number, and especially with the fact of. You mentioned it. Oregon does not have as much to play for, whereas Cal does. So they're going to yep. be grinding. I, I think Oregon will win this game, but the covering a 15-and-a-half-point number is just a little bit too big for me, given the motivation we just talked about. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I do think that uh, it is going to be uh, – I know they're going to win, but – nine-point game. You know what right. I mean? But blowing them out, covering, this is a big number. Yep, this is a uh, kind of too big of a number, uh, and I'm with you on this spot for me to be comfortable with it. But it's uh, it's going to be it's good to have an Oregon team. I'm looking forward to getting hot at the right time. I think they're going to win the Pac-12, although UCLA and USC have made huge runs here at the end, and of course UCLA has to keep winning some games. But another thing I mean, we say they, all the time, Joe, that's in play on this game. 
It's a yep. big not line, right? 15 and a half. The total, however, is only 131. One of the lower yes. totals on the board tonight. And we talk about We're this crazy. all the time. With a big spread and a lower total, how does that favorite team get a working margin to cover if it's yep. going to be a slower, grind them out kind of game? Absolutely. Yep. And there is, uh, there is an opportunity here, guys. I'm just going to say it. There's an opportunity. I don't think if Cal hits 50, I think we would be blown away. They're not exactly a great offensive team, but they do play right. defense. So uh, I thought this might actually be more in the uh, in the 20s, the 120s. Uh, so and I'm actually, fine. yeah, I'm but happy to see that it's a little higher. Oregon to cover yep. a 16-point spread. Yep. Now, one of my favorite games, Dan, and I thought of you when I saw it, and I was laughing. Oh, boy. Uh, Cal Poly, the Mustangs yes. tonight. Yes. Cal Poly uh, taking Long on State tonight. <laughs> yes. Come on. I'm like, Dean is definitely <laughs> all over Long Beach State tonight. We are going Long Beach State in this one. Uh, not a very good road team, the uh, the Cal. Uh, uh, not very good at all, actually, all year long. Five and a half points. And by the way, it's not like Long Beach State's been a great team either this year, yeah. but I do think there's an opportunity for, listen, didn't we, I think it pushed last time we backed them, right? The last it time did, I was right? on them, the Matadors, I do believe, I think if they pushed, I was lucky because I was, you know, Maxwell Smart was all about it. They're hot, they're hot, they're hot. And then I bet them, he's like, oh yeah, I would have went the other way. So I'm not touching them until we hear from Maxwell Smart. But maybe we line them up on Friday with the conference tournaments going. I think we need Mike Blewett to talk a little XFL. We need our guy Maxwell Smart. And we maybe we need the J sports kid because there's some combat sports going on this weekend. Maybe we'll have a stack show tomorrow. You got Wichita State tonight, guys, too, taking on another big game for them uh, against Memphis here. This is going to be a 9 o'clock game, and you can kind of see the talent we have. Listen, Wichita State was in kind of a rut about 30 days ago. They've kind of rot, uh, righted the ship. They are looking for another big win here on the road in Memphis. Memphis kind of fell apart here. Memphis kind of needs this game, too, as well. Once Wiseman went away, we right. all did. It went hard the other way. The Shockers, and I love the Shockers, but they have not been good away from home. Uh, they're only 5-4 and four this year away from home. Uh, the first time that they met, they were able, obviously, to get the cover at five and a half points. But to me, in Memphis, they need to – Memphis needs this game. Um, I do think Memphis actually has an opportunity. Now, are they still a point, point and a half? What, is, uh, what are they showing at FanDuel? Memphis is laying two over at FanDuel. 138 Ooh, and there. a half is the total yes. there as the Shockers come in. Yeah, I, I do think it's a because of how inept Wichita State has been on the road and because of what this game means to Memphis right now, I do okay. think that they need a key win. It starts here tonight. I, it doesn't shock me that it opened up at one and it's already up to two in places like FanDuel. So I, I do like the I do like the home team here, Memphis. I would back them to beat Wichita State. They just they can't get it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, Dane, from the standpoint of if a team like the Sixers, we know you can't win on the road. We know you have a problem. In a big game, in a big situation, why are they all of a sudden going to be able to flip a switch and win this game tonight? I, I'm not confident that they will. You know? Yeah.
Uh, NBA games, we told you guys, we laid them out. So, Dane, of the four NBA games here tonight, which one are you most confident in? Um, to be quite honest, I am confident that the Philadelphia 76ers will continue yep. to defecate the mattress. No MB, no Simmons, yep. on the road. Kings are hot. Give me the yep. Kings light in four and a half, five, five and a half, whatever it is. Yep. Interesting uh, two stats here, guys, uh, for tonight's games. Denver at Charlotte. The home teams are 6-0 and against the number right now in the last six in this, uh, in this head-to-head series. So if for some reason or another, Denver and Charlotte, it's, it's the home teams that do well. And we told you, of course, Charlotte, Denver coming off that embarrassing loss against Golden State, like now on the road, defecating the mattress like they have another situation there. So, yeah, hello. Uh, Clippers at Houston to me. Houston has won four straight against the number. Versus that's the, the game Clippers I want to watch. That's not the game I want to bet. Year. That's the game I want to watch. That's a game you want to watch here. Numbers, it's a small number, guys. So really, whoever it is, money line it, whoever it's going to be. You mentioned Philadelphia, Sacramento, too. Philadelphia, not good. But the underdogs in this matchup, get ready for this, 11-0 against the number. They're on 11-0 streak, the underdog in this matchup. Five and a, I think it's up to five now. Five, five and a half. Handle. Five on Fandle. And Toronto has won five straight against the number at Golden State against them tonight. Steph Curry is uh, is coming welcome back. back. Yeah, welcome back, Steph. I got to go. I mean, it'll be nice to see him back, but I do think that uh, Toronto is um, – they're going to take their uh, – they're going to take it out. They're going to – hey, welcome back, Steph, but they're going to blow That's him right. out by double digits. Um, I don't, don't think – it's going to have that big a difference. So, your best yeah, bet tonight? That's, uh, no, the, my biggest play is UNLV. UNLV tonight. Minus two. Love it. All right, guys. Morning after is next. Dana and I will be back tomorrow breaking it down for you. Good luck on your plays. We'll talk to you then. You're only lying. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more.